pod, nil pod, nil pod, Nicky and Will pod. It's free, in it? Episode two, Nicky. Well, I hadn't started recording, and, and you said episode right. two, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> well, it episode, episode two. two. Episode two <laughs> is exactly what it is. So should we talk a little bit about the fact that we have a name for it now? I think we may as well. Okay. Yeah, and um, we had quite a long discussion about this. Well, I don't know. I think you came up with the name very, very early on. Well, yeah, well, I, I had one idea for the name. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, you had an idea for the name, but then you went and did a beautiful illustration. I did a nice little logo for it as well. Yeah, and the logo I, makes it more solid. There's something about does. the fact that I, I thought I'd get away with that. I solidify it very quickly with a logo, but no. But I think the original idea was WinkyPod. So, mm. but that conjured up uh, rude images for you. Well, not necessarily for me. I thought immediately. I, I, I thought I thought Willie. Yeah. But as Emily <laughs> then pointed out, that it's not really Willie. It's more like um, some kind of penis, a malfunctioning penis, is really, really what she thought. Also, she said it would be a friend to the Teletubbies. Okay, I can see. So that. let me just look. Penis and children's. You don't cartoon. really want to. I don't need to. There's them, a line there so. that's been crossed. But yeah. my to explain my my initial. Uh, idea was that it was just a contraction of the name Will and Nikki hmm. to produce Winky. Yeah, so it was quite innocent, but it was you who fouled it up with your yeah, hideous interpretation. You've been pushing the fact that maybe it's our interpretation of the word. I that's, that's I don't know. Maybe I'm just more innocent than you, Nikki. But we settled on Nilpod now, which was your idea early this morning. Well, it wasn't necessarily my idea. Emily had, had suggested it yesterday as an idea, and I thought, well, it also has the wonderful thing of being a combination of both your name. Yeah. Which is lovely. Thank you. And mining, which is just spectacular. Well, yeah. But um, so, but that's what it is now. Nilpod. We're going to go with that. Yeah, it's okay. nice and short okay. and catchy. Nilpod. So, as this is episode two, I'm going to ask you what you thought of episode one. Well, having listened to the episode one more than once, no, I didn't. That's I did. <laughs> did you? Yeah. you actually I'm so sad. I listened to it uh, and I laughed my head off at it. I'm so both pathetic. times. Oh yeah, that's easily. great. I could listen to it all day, but uh, I. I it's so pathetic, you know. I, I, but the thing is, I never believed. You know, when you read interviews with musicians yeah. and they say, "Oh, I never listen to my own albums." I, that's just such a lie. They listen to it all the time. Of course they do. And people who make films, I never watch my old films or actors who I, I never go back and watch it. They watch them all the time. I don't believe that for a minute. It's like people who say they don't read reviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So I listen to it. Weirdly, that, to, has, that, that that links to something I wanted to talk. Oh, to really? Okay. Later on. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I listened to it uh, three times, and uh, according to the count on my. Uh, iPod. Wow. Um, so, but what did you think? What was? I thought it was quite good. Yeah. I mean, I do think talking about that is 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 masturbation of a kind. Again, <laughs> a but, bit, but, but, but I think that that's no yeah. that's that's not a bad thing. So, so I'm going to make I mean? a semi-public apology to you, Nikki, because I interrupted you quite a bit. Now I'm going to try and kind Stop. of. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I've gone too far already. I don't think you interrupted. I think you were keen, and your, I was, and so and, little, and, little and your enthusiasm was yeah. definitely evident in the okay. podcast. So I think it was good. I actually think it was quite good. I, um, I was happy with it. What Emily, what, 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 what my girlfriend Emily suggested was that when you listen back to it, it's like hearing a conversation with two people who get along quite well, and it's slightly mm. like overhearing a conversation on the bus, but a, a quite an interesting conversation well, on the that's bus. Good. That's really what we were going for. I think so. So and I you rarely get buses these days. I do. This is this is a treat for me. It's like public. Transport transportation in a way you've missed out on other people listening in your <laughs> conversation so if just... they ever were um so what i was thinking was maybe we'd pick up where we left off last week i think that's a, okay. a good and you I... had something else you wanted to introduce as well i think well but we... i think it was just you asked you asked me last week that i mean you you had a very well formulated question which was in relation to whether uh how how uh, what was there anything that in a conversation i'd have to shy away from yeah 
And I immediately sort of was flummoxed. Comment: I had never even thought about that. <laughs> but then, as soon as I left the room, as is always the case yeah, with me, because yeah. I come up with all the witty things to say of directly after on the way home. Yeah, on the way home. <laughs> I knew I should have said that. I'll try and get up to say that again tomorrow, and I'll I'll really have a comeback from this time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but I sort of thought about it, and the thing that is that that I have to show away from is, is football. I right, can't okay. take it. Conversations about right. uh, sports in general yeah. with football. I and I, it's not just that I can't. I mean, right? I, no. I, I, I I can't talk any further about them than absolute service. And even at right. the absolute service level, I probably know the names of certain teams, but I have no yeah. idea who's playing for them. And I think that I have such a, a paranoia about football and such a, a dislike of it as a replacement for conversation that right, I, okay. I, I just can't deal with it it's like it's it, essentially it is like a weather conversation or something like that or a mortgage conversation where it's just fodder for so as you're not sitting there in silence but i can kind of go like a millimeter below the surface on football you have a team but, don't you you, you support yeah someone. but it, well yeah but it's it's like I, I would look out for manchester united and see how they're doing yeah. but i don't care you know, if they lose, I'm not upset. Oh, you I've know? seen you come in real sad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <one day. laughs> Man United wrong? scarf on, Thursday, crying. But the team. <laughs> he lost again. Yeah, um, Busby's babes. That wasn't even Man United. <laughs> that was probably Liverpool, wasn't it? No, no that was Man United. Oh, oh hang cool. on. Sir Matt Busby was that Liverpool. Yeah, that was that, that. That was it. Yeah. Was it Liverpool or Man United? Oh God, I don't know now. <laughs> see, I told you it was a millimeter below the surface. So we're going to change the name. It's not from Nilpod. I think it's going to be Sportscast. Wow. Exactly. Yeah, sport Sports for world. people who know nothing about sport. <laughs> but I can go like that little millimeter below the surface. But then when people start talking about tactics and stuff like that, I'm gone. I just yeah. don't know. So I, I, again, it's another one. I don't avoid it. I can gauge it a little bit, but I don't have to avoid it completely. But I just think it's an easy in. There's something yeah, yeah. about it. I think yeah. if people don't know each other, yeah. uh, it's the first thing they'll start talking about. Like, like especially a group of men together. Maybe yeah, there's first. Absolutely. I mean, I don't think we do it so much, and I don't think the circles no. that we move in very, no, very small so. concentric circles. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's like my nightmare. It's like being. It's uh, if I had to, if I was stuck in a long car journey with three guys I didn't know, that would be a nightmare for me. But three women you, I didn't know, that'd be easier because obviously completely. the topics of conversation just open up quite a bit. But with guys who don't know each other, it's the staples first. And if the journey's long enough, you might talk about something else. But mm. really, you're going to start with the, the, the core basics and not really drift too far from them. So, And it's those core areas that I of, yeah. of manliness that I have no clue about really really this is really what, what are we doing with this i don't know we're confessing our, we're our, confessing our, our girlliness I, think more than I don't think it's girliness well, i just think our our, our, our the wide-ranging yeah. reach of yeah. our interests yeah i mean it's not like we're sitting at home crocheting or anything like that but well i'm not well, i am <laughs> but um or doing needlepoint or anything like that but it's it, at the same time we're not at home you know doing diy well i'm not doing that you you I'm might a little bit but it's just, you know, it's those key kind of areas that you're expected to talk about with other guys. Yeah, I just can't do it. A friend of mine started doing needlepoint. Uh, Male friend? friend? Of mine, a female friend, Dallas. Okay. Um, started doing a needlepoint thing. She, it was her first ever attempt at it. And she yeah. said she's going to uh, do a cushion cover for me that just said yes on it. So, <laughs> so you just the, hold it up at key moments. Yeah, sort of. It wasn't <laughs> like an answer. So, so it was great. It was the start of one summer I went to visit. She says, by the time you've left, because yeah. I was visiting her down in New Zealand, I'll have this 
cushion cover done for you. I mean, that, that just shows you the fact that I'd be interested in a cushion cover. It says something more about me. <laughs> she knows um, you so well. But you say, likes I'm, cushion covers. Yeah, I'll do a cushion cover um, and it'll say yes. And by the time I'd left three weeks later, I think she'd gotten the first three or four rows of the Y oh, really? done. Okay. And then gone, yeah. Forget yeah, it. Yeah, you could forget just, it. And, she and just shorten it to Y. About five years yeah. since she started doing it. Yeah. Still hasn't finished it. Like, obviously, she's not been doing it regularly. No. She's had a child in the <laughs> meantime, moved continents there and back yeah. again. Um, but, yeah, she says, I'm never going to get it. Yeah, because you forget that cushion. Yeah, it'll, know, it'll, it'll be done, be, but she's keeping it. In no way t- I'm going to put five hours of work <laughs> into it. It's like Michelangelo. and. <laughs> <laughs> well, true, it's quite like that, but you can forget that cushion. As much as you love cushions, it's not going to happen. I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of cushions, but I am a fan of a good pillow. <laughs> I, need, I need to rest my head somewhere. So the first thing I wanted to ask you was something that we touched upon last week where you said that uh, you mentioned a, a, an incident where you mispronounced the word uh, impedance as impotence yes. and you stubbornly pursued or went through the whole lecture saying it as impotence even though you knew it was wrong I corrected it the and next time I get of course, the lecture but uh, even though a student sat there and I corrected you you, you pursued it yeah. but and I said to you was that your most embarrassing moment teaching Yeah. and you said no yeah. so I was going to ask you what was your most embarrassing moment I don't know Oh no, that's that's I wasn't even thinking. I I I'm thinking I probably said no very emphatically because it was quite an embarrassing moment when you feel corrected yeah, by yeah. a student. Um, you must get that all the time. So being corrected by students, I would imagine. Yeah, lots. It happens a lot. <laughs> less and less recently, more because I think I'm getting better and better at, at complete rubbish. But Basically, yeah. just just being able to stretch it out into in, into of something course. different that I'm talking about. Um, I've been embarrassed by. Not as a moment teaching. As a teacher right. and teacher of people, I've been okay. embarrassed of that. There was a few students a few years ago who I got on really well with. It was yeah, my yeah. second year ever teaching. And I really, really liked them um, an awful lot. And we just had, it was really weird. It was like having a group of friends. But yeah, friends yeah. yelled the boss around. Sure. <laughs> in well, the, see in the classroom. And yeah. it came to the end of year and I'd organised a, a, a sort of a, this big party for our students. Yeah. As we always do, you know. And it was, it, was, it was a really good party. I was enjoying it an awful lot. And it was the end of the party and everyone was... They were very drunk and I was yeah. quite sober. Yeah. And they were all talking to me. Two or These two or three girls in particular yeah. were talking to the end of it like that about how great the year had been and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, all of a sudden, I just felt like sort of a, a boink in the back of my head, like actually a, physically at the back of my head, like as if someone had pulled a hair out from the back right. of my head. So I turned around <laughs> and it was Orla, who was one of these students right. in, in the class at the time. And she was just holding one of my hairs and staring quite intently at it. My God. And then she just went, this is going to go in the shrine. Oh, my God. And I just said, no, I just started, I was going, don't ever pull my hair again. That's yeah, bizarre. Yeah. And I just thought it was a, a weird thing to do. But that. it turned out afterwards that I had, this sounds like I'm boasting a lot, and I kind <laughs> of am. But, um, but they, they had sort of built a little shrine to me in Where? their house. They had a house in Kulak. They were sharing, <laughs> there's three or four of the students that were sharing a house in Kulak. Yeah. And they had a photograph of me with them that they'd taken at the Christmas party okay. on it. And they had lots of little pieces of paraphernalia and a teddy bear that was dressed as me. All those kinds of things that was part of the, um, the I said they bought that teddy ready dressed as... They didn't have to put a costume on. Yeah, there's the, the, the Nicky line has been going <laughs> for Rupert some time. I'm Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> I can be your friend. Yeah. But yeah, they, they bought that for me, which That's was weird. They and it was, it, it was just a jokey kind of thing. It wasn't... They didn't worship or sacrifice. Jokey things. in a way, but I yeah, felt yeah. that there was a line being crossed That's there weird. at one point. I, 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 I didn't think that... I thought that was an odd thing to happen. I guess it's, a, it's, a, it's difficult because... You know, you walk around here and I guess 
if nobody if somebody came in from the outside they would think you were a student yeah so uh, well back then not so much not now. so much now that you're an, el- an elderly man but um <laughs> i'm a distinguished gray that's what i'm going yeah. for but uh, yeah it's a weird thing you know it's because i remember being at a gig one once in town it was in temple mar music center and it was elliot smith and i bumped into a bunch of students there okay yeah and i was there with like one of my best friends and we now i can't i've never been a person who drank a lot but that particular night i'd had a few drinks and it was a bit kind of hey and um they came over to have a chat and i just sobered up really quickly because i was so nervous being around students yeah. in that kind of stage you know? yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah i mean you forget i mean i, I don't write you i can't go into town now without bumping into a student or an ex-student or something like that i, this con- I see way ten- more popular yeah. than i actually am i'm exactly, walking around yeah. town and i was like hey how are you and i'm like hey, hey who's that? Who's <laughs> you're like that? fonzie or something i think you're yeah, right. yeah yeah but it's yeah, uh, especially because <laughs> i wear my short leather <laughs> jacket i sort of tend to use my fingers to point and, and go, you do have your office in the toilet like fonzie does so i guess that's toilet it used to be my new office is in dave's toilet and i clean it regularly but that's your most embarrassing moment as a teacher but no, not necessarily in the building yeah i don't know that that was even embarrassing it sounds yeah. now that I could, i'd like to edit that point out it's, it's it's embarrassing in, in the sense that if you had to explain it to someone else an outsider or someone in authority it might look you know odd but it's all outside you know what i mean it's something you can't control and it can be quite embarrassing you know i had a thing where uh i had a um, I had this new pair of cord trousers. I really oh, you like your cords. I do like a pair of cords, and um, I was—they were kind of really dark, kind of chocolate brown cords. Now cords, you, you think are teachers' uniform, but uh, mm. but anyway, I got them, and I, I remember one day I was waiting over at the bus stop across the road. Yeah, and it's just like this uh, fence there, and it's got this like a chicken wire kind of thing going around it and one of the little corners of the chicken wire kind of hooked onto my trousers and I ripped a tiny hole in it right now I swear it was like half an inch (laughs) barely not it was right on the edge of the pocket on the on the back side of them you know but with cords and I'm a bit of an expert on cords is you know that the fine cords themselves the the space between the cords the fabric is quite thin valley I think it's called valley is that the technical term yeah but if if you kind of if you uh, weaken it in any way it'll just tear along that line yeah you know it's basically so, like paper if you sort of fold it in two all exactly it's easy to rip so i remember uh so I, I noticed that ripping and then a week later anyway i had them on again and i was in um i was in class and i sat down besides uh students who kind of showed them something on the computer we were doing editing mm. and as i st- stood up i felt this draft <laughs> on my right the back of my right leg you know yeah and I was going, that's a bit odd you know it's a very strange there wasn't any windows open or anything and I was, that's very strange it, could, it almost feels like it's directly on the skin you know yeah almost so then like, so we forgot about it once, obviously well, once, it, once it had started and i actually it had actually ripped now it was about a six inch rip down the back of of the uh, from the pocket from the corner of the pocket right down the center of the, the leg right okay back. so yeah. But I hadn't realized it at this stage. I just felt a weird draft. So then I was sitting back at my desk, and my desk is kind of completely covered, and I felt the draft again. I just put my hand there, and I felt it, and it was kind of, it had ripped from the arse, essentially, down past the knee, right? That's a really long rip. So I was going, to the point where you could see underpant, you know? Now, it doesn't matter. It's not, it wasn't like a comedy rip where I sat down and just ripped. It's a style thing. It doesn't matter, but... The fact is, your pants are on display, and there are students around, and that's not good. I so, so I um, so I said, "Oh God, how am I gonna? What am I gonna do now?" You know. So I had this kind of moment where I'm going, I have to go home and change my trousers and get back without anyone noticing. Oh, it's like that's the primary school nightmare. It's a rip as opposed to a or you put your pants accident. or something. But um, I so I, I 
I kind of said, I'll be back in a minute and I'm walking towards the door with my, with my back to the door yeah. and then opening it and just sliding so. out into the corridor and then sliding down the corridor down by the walls. Got into my car and shot home. Came back about, must have been 20 minutes later. Well, that's pretty quick. And so I, well, I like five minutes down the road. So got home, changed trousers, back up. So, and nobody noticed that I started and ended the lesson with two different pairs of trousers on. <laughs> <laughs> that, but do you know that moment that sounds like embarrassment averted because you, you really managed well, to but for me in that moment I was going I, you know you just go bright red you start to sweat and you're just oh no this is terrible but you know you kind of go is it so embarrassing trousers rip what's the big deal but the pants are on display so you know you, you, you just have to go with it you have to kind of you can't let the students see that because for them it would be the funniest thing ever and you you'll never, never live it down you'll be pantsless will from Ex- now on I had pants on okay but I, let's be clear, <laughs> just to be clear on this be clear on the, the fact on. I had pants on but yeah so I had to get out and get get home I weirdly I, I had the exact same thing happen to me not in the middle of a class right. but I was just preparing for something like that and I was lifting something and I was wearing some tight pants and I knew <laughs> that there was that in this, itself is inappropriate yeah I know but I yeah check out Nikki's tight pants he's <laughs> in there going am I flying was there something going on here they just think a man of your age wearing tight pants is it's just, a, yeah it's just a bit pathetic yeah exactly because no, I'm in no position to mock you as a man of your age yeah <laughs> but no I was I was lifting something up and uh, there was a very very audible rip like a really really audible rip like I and thankfully I was in the room on my own I was in an edit suite and there was no one else there yeah, and I was yeah. like, like it was a definite. Where did it was it like a crotch rip or? A oh no no no! Rip? It was basically the, the, it was similar to yours. The pocket on the side yeah, there, yeah, like yeah. that. But rather than from the pocket down, it yeah. was from the pocket up. So my entire bottom was. <laughs> it was called, I was wearing pants as well. Yeah, but my entire bottom thong. was exposed. Yeah, a little yeah. thong. Yeah. Um, much called it was comfy. Um, but uh, you could feel. You could definitely see uh, everything. And I walked backwards, same as you, or sort of with my. Bottom to the Did wall. you consider tying your jacket around your waist by the sleeves? Yeah, I would have done that only I didn't have my jacket on. It was in another space. So I went to my room as quickly as I could. and, I, and I, Hands see, behind your back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah looking really Ambling relaxed. Down the corridor. But I, I didn't... The thing that's ridiculous about this is I've shared this story with students, oh, even though right, the students okay. haven't done it. Because, I don't know, I think it's okay to give of yourself something like that. Even Probably not a good story to share on their first day in the building. No. <laughs> Although I tend to share embarrassing stories and names I've been called by other students oh, really? on the first day just to get them out of the way. It's just like, here are all my faults. Yeah. Here's all the mistakes I've ever made. And if yeah. I make them again, it's all right because I've warned you I will make these again. The best defense is the um, offense. But I got back to my office and I thought, you know what? I need to fix this. There's no way I'm going home. I don't live five minutes down the road. There's no way I'm going home. And I had to give a class that afternoon. So I thought, what sticks stuff together? And I went stapler. (laughs) Staple your pants? I basically, I pulled my trousers off, got the stapler and very carefully went click 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 all the way along. I had like, I would say a row from top to bottom of of pant of around 25 or 30 yeah, staples scratch your arse off all the way uh, yeah I discovered that when I put them on so <laughs> I put them on right and lasted did you, hang on, did you staple from oh, I was clever I was clever because the... I knew the pointed part would have to be on the outside so I was oh, from the inside right, okay. out so you I knew there would be a flat edge of it like that you stapled before I've stapled before I understand <laughs> how the uh, technique works um, but I um, put them on for a second it lasted for around two seconds and that was it I, just, I went up to Dave and said Dave, <laughs> staples ricocheting it wasn't far <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah My eyes. Well, got, oh. um, but they do stick into your bottom quite a bit because yeah. I basically put on 
my jacket around my waist, as you suggested. I explained to Dave that I'd have to go. I told him why I'd have to go. He started laughing. He said he'd never seen anything other than a cartoon before. And I just said, okay, right. So I got on the bus, um, very uncomfortably sat on the bus, actually. So, yeah, I went home in... Uh, not agonising pain, mm. but some Having pain. Having left a bloody print on the seat of the, of the bus. A lot of people leave. <laughs> it's <laughs> 27. You, you know where we're coming from and you know where we're going to. That's true. That's yeah, true. blood is not a bad thing. But uh, did Owen ever tell you about the time he... Uh, Owen is someone that we work Owen with. Owen is someone we work with. We mentioned him last week. He had a loud laugh. Um, he was climbing up on a table to get a chair and up onto yeah. a table to close a window. And as he went to step back down on the chair to get back down again, all four legs of the chair splayed out and he just went tumbling backwards onto his backside and almost did a reverse tumble until he went back to a standing position. And everybody That's true, was, no fault of his nobody own. Really I mean, it was even just an unsound it. chair. Nobody even really noticed it. He did, they were all facing, in that particular room, they were all facing away from him. Yeah, so I would have noticed the sound. He just picked up the splayed chair and hit it somewhere and went on his, his business. But uh, so what have you got for me? You've got a question to ask me, I think. Um, I've got actually, it's weird. It actually relates to something that we said earlier on, or do you started talking about earlier on in relation to us um, li- no, the, listening to the podcast and right. what we thought of it, right? And the fact that you listened to it three times, right? Obviously. I'm not proud of that. Obviously, right? In relation to this. Yeah. Other people's opinions are important to right. you, okay? okay? But in general, and I don't just mean in life. Actually, I do. I mean in life. I mean yeah. in everything. How important... To you and other people, and just in general, how important are other people's opinions? Um, I guess it depends on the person, obviously. But, um, yeah, I'd say pretty important, you know. But ultimately, you kind of want people to agree with you. You Like, you want to put something out there and for them to all... You, mm. you say you don't. You say you want honest feedback. And you kind of... You do. But you also want the pat on the back as well. So... Do you uh, want the pat on the back more? Um, no, because... Uh, because... With, with most things that you do or anything you're involved in, you kind of know what's good about it. Yeah. But you might be a bit blind to what's bad about it. Yeah. But so you kind of want that feedback. But then, you know, as soon as you get that feedback, you, you're all of a sudden going, well, is this person qualified to give me this feedback? Who are they to be saying such things about, you know? Yeah, what the, you do. What is it to qualify someone to give you feedback? Is it the fact you ask them? Um, I don't know. You have a few kind of people in your life that you kind of, you you use as the litmus test you know like if you if i do anything with the band or whatever we've got anything recorded i'll play it to certain people and i want their opinion on it because i don't know if it's because they're like-minded or mm. it's just that they're they're broad-minded maybe that's it that's that's pretty so you're, looking, you're looking for, looking for. A, a broad appeal no you're just <laughs> looking for a very niche appeal you just want or maybe i'm just targeting these people very specifically because i know they'll like it you know but i guess ultimately it doesn't really matter i, I guess you want some feedback you do want to pat in the back it's, there's no there's no denying that but um i think it's always bizarre when someone actually ventures their opinion without you without asking being asked for it, for it because <laughs> you're just sitting there going who are you to tell me what's good and what's bad i know it's good i remember that when when uh like the first band the first kind of serious band i was ever in when we were rubbish we were just kind of a uh, hippie acoustic guitar band i've seen you yeah you were exactly that now this was this was like even way way this was this would have been like way way before anything we ever did yeah i know the gig you're thinking of but this would have been long before that even okay and it was this acoustic and we were okay we're pretty good but the band's name was absent friends right hang on so, this, this sounds i don't know it's kind of sad it's like it's like a toast a toast <laughs> to absent friends it was sad all right uh so that was the name of the band it was a really acoustic kind of myself and my friend derek and his brother phil and 
real kind of sensitive hippie nonsense, you know, really. I would but, never have struck me. You never struck me as a hippie. Well, we used to pretend we were kind of, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. We, Did we, you we wear some flowers in like that head? kind of thing. But um, no, we never went that far. But uh, it was, um, yeah, so we had to, it, it, and it was okay. It was a decent little band, you know, and, um, but it was very kind of sensitive and very, you know, delicate kind of thing, you know. So anyway, we did this. We did kind this of guy gig. you are, Will. Yeah, I, that's me all over. I think you're <laughs> a sensitive and delicate type. Yeah, that's me, definitely. But we did this gig and uh, we thought it would be, uh, somebody in the band thought it would be a good idea to get a review. So we tried to get all kinds of people to review the, the thing, right? Hot press weren't interested, obviously. And he, no, and really, that was it. Really, there wasn't really anyone else. So somebody had the idea to get the Northside people to review the gig. They used to have oh, a, wow. a, yeah. a gig review page at the time, yeah. you know. So the guy <laughs> who came to see us, um, very nice to us. We chatted to him for a bit. But what age were you at this point? Oh, I'd say nineteen. Oh, okay, 18, right. 19, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so he couldn't. He the review he wrote said that you know there were we were decent songwriters and he could you could tell that you know because this was like our second or third gig or something like that yeah and we'd been kind of playing together for maybe a little under a year mm. and he was saying oh, there's good songwriters good melodies it's decent enough but because we weren't very good musicians we we were okay we could do what we were needed to do he couldn't resist the headline absent talent right so but Yikes. it was really weird because the headline was absent talent. And the review said we had talent, you know. So it was one of those he just couldn't resist. No, it. I'm sorry, but the headline is so that's it's, awful. I know, but we were devastated by it. But we all pretended, you know, that we, we we that he was an idiot, and you know that we that it was his problem. We were all devastated by it, you know. But at the same time, the thing that annoyed me more was that the headline said one thing and the review said something else. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. if somebody was flicking through it and saw the headline, they're not going to read the review. So that that's what really annoyed me. So. So did you write him a strongly worded letter? Um, we did. We did. Oh, you well, actually well, did? Uh, one of the guys in the band did. Philip did. I think it was Philip. Or was it me? <laughs> was Philip the angry one in the band? Well, we weren't. There was no real angry one in the band. or band yeah. of Jesse's. But uh, so we just wrote him a letter saying, you know, you really screwed us on the headline. You know, the, the review was very nice. Thanks very much. And there was some constructive criticism yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, and he kind of made, uh, he kind of made some comments about how it wasn't him it was his editor and stuff like that mm. and they kind of got the north side people come on you don't have an editor who's going over your stories you know so it was just i don't know that the, the name of the band left itself open for him to have that little joke mm. and he decided to have the joke at the expense of the review so but in terms of um people's opinions not so much it doesn't I, I, it's nice when people agree with you mm. but i think at this stage i'm kind of at the point where i can kind of go yeah, if it's music or something, I like what we're doing. So there's bound to be other people. So I'm kind of comfortable with it at the moment. I don't, I don't really feel the need to, to have my back padded. But I do love getting a mention somewhere, and you know, I love when the band is mentioned somewhere, or you know, somebody right, says so. something about it. You know, that's cool. And even if they say something bad, I, I, I don't care. You know, I really don't care. I think I value opinions way too much. Really? I, I think so. I don't know. Not so much anymore. I think the, it's like you said. The older you get, yeah. the more. Um, assured you are in your own <laughs> conclusions about yeah, yeah. what you do and other things in the world right. like there's a, a student uh, on one of the courses that I teach who came to me um, 
and said, you don't like the killers, right? And I said, no, I don't like the killers. Yeah. He knows this because when I'm, I DJ, I, I don't play them. Yeah. I actually have, a, I have a, a, a no KKK rule. So I don't play any killers, I don't play any Kaiser Chiefs, and I don't play any kooks, okay? All right. Now, all right. I'm going to put the Kings of Leon. I'll play the Kings of Leon. Come on, there's another on. key. Okay, and I'm not absolutely <laughs> against all K bands, you know? Right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I said, he went this. He says, you don't like the killers. And I said, um, no, I don't. He says, what do you think of the new killer song? And I said, oh, you mean human? And he went, yeah. And I said, I think it's, it's rubbish. It's yeah. just it's 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 a really bad song. Like I I said, he's working with this guy Jack Conte, who I've always liked, and yeah. it's possibly the one of the worst things both people have done. Yeah. And <laughs> instead of um, amplifying their greatness, they have both managed to amount to nothing. You know, yeah. <laughs> what's minus one and minus one, <laughs> minus two? Oh no, I, what's, I've never been. Maths has not been my strong point. But they basically cancelled each other out. Right? Yeah, okay. Um, and he went, "That's where you're wrong." And I went, "Oh yeah," and he goes, "This yeah, yeah, it's a good song." And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I love that logic. And I'm just like, that, is that an <laughs> argument? Is that your argument? Like, but every single week he's come into me now with an argument about what do you think of new U2 song? And I'm like, uh, I don't to... like it. And he says, you're wrong. It's and good. it's almost like he, every single week he wants to not confound yeah. me, but he certainly wants to put one up there and just say, what do you think of that? And if I, he knows I won't like it. Like he's certainly put, but we, these are sort of like little arc. These are like the archetypal songs that everyone has to yeah, like. Yeah. And with music, I'm particularly like that. I go a bit, too mental about music. Well, I don't know how you can have a question about the U2 song. It's absolutely shockingly bad. Is it? Have you not heard it? No, I said I've heard like, it. It's um, like, music is okay. You know, it's not too bad. There's a couple of nice little bits here and there in it, but it, it's some of the laziest lyric writing I've ever heard. It's really? just, it's like, it's like an old uh, middle-aged guy trying to write a young, a song for someone younger. And it's like, he says, right, that song what? Elevation was all about a chairlift he was getting fixed. Stennis chairlift. But he, uh, it's like he said, well, what young people, they don't have much attention span, so I won't have like structured sentences. I'll just have like what sounds like cut up lyrics, you yeah, know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But they're not actually cut up and see what comes up. It's just he's just stringing random phrases together. That's like Beck does. I love Beck though. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But Beck, at least there's some kind of. You, you, it doesn't make any sense, but it's interesting and it's kind Flash of... Flashdance and ass pants. <laughs> He's had those two things rhyming before. But, but it's, not even, it's not even as clever as that, even though there's no real rhyme or reason. At least those words sound interesting together and they have a yeah. flow to them. It's, it's just nonsense. It's just embarrassingly poor. It really is. And I guess maybe it's one of those things where you can't separate him from the song anymore. He's just so annoying at this. I know. I saw a picture of him on, on I, think, I think it was like Holy Moly or something like that, where he's wearing clogs and they've got like a three-inch heel on them. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Men in height. That's just the nature. There's, there's, there's like this picture of um, Nicola Sarkozy and uh, Carla Bruni, yeah. who had been married. Like, and it was it was the referendum of the year, I think, yeah. in the Guardian. And they had a photograph, and the title was just Carla Bruni and Sarkozy. Had nothing. It had nothing in them except their feet. That was it. And she was wearing flat shoes, and he had like a three-inch Cuban heel oh on the bottom God. of his shoe. And they just <laughs> showing that. And I'm like. Bit unfair. Yeah, he's a short a guy. Bit. I mean, I know he's can't insecure do anything about, about it. it, but yeah, you can. You can wear three inch Cuban well, heels, yeah. or I mean, as a friend of my Mickey's done, style your hair in a quiff. Yeah, have high hair, which actually high hair always helps to uh, <laughs> yeah. give you that extra. But few then inches. when you realise that the the level of the eyes to the top of the hair is quite long. No, I believe the eyes are actually meant effect. to be. If you, I mean, you've never done art, of course. You know, no, you've course, even worked in course. animation or like that. You, the eyes are actually meant to be in the very middle of the head. It's yeah. not your nose. I mean, in terms of proportions, the, well, the hair I is don't the know top. If that's the principle he's the working eyes. on. I think that's it. You know, but you yeah, that that thing about height is just. I, it's one of those things where you kind of think um, that people are insulted 
for being small, you know, or they're not being taught as if there's something they could have done about it or they failed in some way. Or I've heard some know. people say that they that they would that they don't trust short men. Really? I mean, yeah, I, I'm not going to mention who it is who said oh, that, really? right? No, <laughs> no, but, know. but it's someone we both know, but they, don't they said they men. don't trust short men. Male or female? It's female. Yeah. Who says they don't trust short men because uh, and they're quite small themselves. But there's something about short men that suggests I don't know whether it's they're, they're devious. Like there was a guy, we had a party quite recently and yeah. there was this um, Spanish guy at the party, right? Uh, a friend of a friend. Um, I do have direct friends who are Spanish right, as well. Okay. I'm not trying to distance myself <laughs> from other European nations. But uh, he was from the Canary Islands yeah. and I'd never met him before the party. He just sort of tagged along. Um, but he was really disconcerting me. I couldn't work out what it was that was so disconcerting about him. And then I looked down and he had the tiniest hands. He had, it was but just... He, was he a, a short person? He was tiny. He would right. have been, well, no, he was about five foot two, for, five foot right, two, okay. five foot three, which for a man is quite small. Yeah, yeah. But it was like he had a very, very small head and entire body, but also his face on, on, on his head was small. His face well. on his head was small. The, the front part <laughs> of his head. <laughs> yeah. You, you but, imagine a man with a small head and a very large face. Is that what you're... That you can no, picture no, that. I don't know. If someone's bald, that's what happens. The face I mean, is wrapping but, itself around yeah, his tiny head. Yeah, like a fish. Like <laughs> the, the, the eyes sort of move the slightly side, further yeah. to the right, the, the more you the lose back. your hair. You know, that's I what see, happens. But no, he was just a tiny man. Yeah. But it was just really disconcerting because you'd see he had these little, like, sort of probably about size six feet and his hands, like, I don't have big hands at all, but I'd say one of my hands would have been able to cover his face quite easily. Do you know you what I mean? You didn't try that, did you? And his, no, you know, <laughs> he, he was the last to leave, but even still, I wasn't pushing him out the door by his face or anything like that. But I couldn't, it's weird. It's kind mm. of like your, your eye line. I didn't know where to talk to. I could talk down to him, but then I actually felt I was talking down to yeah, him. Yeah, well. You yeah. know, we can't have that. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I can't believe really that you're surprised that a small man had small hands. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. But they were disconcertingly small. I mean, there was and something about it. It was almost like we were talking about Action Man last week. It was almost yeah. as if he'd basically taken an Action Man's hands. It wasn't that small. <laughs> tiny little yeah. hands sticking out like, of his sleeves. Yeah, he looked like um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You know, the little, <laughs> tiny little claw hands close to him. No, it wasn't, it wasn't quite but as But did this as person who, who, who was wary of small people, did he... Is that like... Um, I don't know how rational it is. Oh, it's, it's completely irrational. Yeah, I, I know. But is it... Um, yeah, maybe it's a bad experience with like dwarves as in mythical creature dwarves, you know, maybe... Maybe. still skin frightened her as a child <laughs> right. or something like that. That's um, a weird one. I do think it's a strange one to be scared of small right. people. Well, not scared. I don't, think, I don't think she's scared of small people, but I do think she's distrustful of them. Right. Maybe I'm just... I, I don't know. I, I, there was a short person I went to school with who asked to be a friend of mine on Facebook yesterday. Right. And you didn't, I didn't deny that because they were. Oh, oh come on! I'm not high this by any means, <laughs> but there was something just right about back, him. Are you no, still small? I think right he was. Like I think he was a bit of a pain in the hole. I didn't like him back when I was like friends with him in school, yeah. and he said nasty things to me. So right, okay. I think the whole phenomenon of Facebook and going, "Can I be your friend?" He might never send That's me a, a message. That's a nice thing, though. It's a nice leveler that you can just eventually go, "Nope." That's yeah, yeah, but he won't even. Will, will he know? When right, if you, oh, on, true, on yeah. social networking sites, whichever to whichever one you happen to be attached, will you accept most friends who ask? And if the if if you if you don't accept them, right? If you don't accept them, do you deny or do you just leave? I just leave them. Oh, I have a few sitting there that say uh, friends suggestions, oh, yeah. and I kind of go, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. I don't ever told you this. Did I tell you this about a, uh, somebody who I had to kind of delete from. Or deleted me from their Facebook. Page. Oh yeah, so I, I heard about, about that. that. All right, but uh, sent me a text saying I delete you from Facebook and now I delete you from my life. 
as if I care about being deleted from Facebook, but uh, I'd care about being deleted from someone's life because I'm very, very super. Well, I kind of, I kind of deleted myself from the life as it was anyway. Yeah. They just didn't realize it, you know. Yeah. They, they, they thought they were pushing me, but I was actually jumping, you know. Yeah. So, like, um, like some really bad CGI, you know, in a film exactly. where like, what we've done yeah. is we've digitally removed well. Will from her life. <laughs> you, know, you can see you what we've done is we've painted in the background. You can kind of see it, but <laughs> it's swim, fine. You can see him. Yeah, it looks like like a mirror man <laughs> now instead. Did you, did you just say you were superstitious? Oh, incredibly superstitious. Why? I've been superstitious for, I don't know. I really don't know why. I've been superstitious all of my life. Um, Do you mean as in you have habits that you must stick to or yes. that way or you know the whole black cat walking under ladders i avoid ladders umbrellas in the house kind of thing i've never opened an umbrella <coughs> in a house why would you so i have no reason to exactly it's not that i'm avoiding those kind of things i think it's probably more patterns and you know the idea of having a lucky belt or a lucky belt Okay. Well, I know some people who've, who've worn a belt. Well, it's like footballers, certain... isn't it? They, well, you wouldn't know. But <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with my little one millimeter depth of knowledge, I know that they, if they have a good game, they'll maybe wear the same shin guards that they use in, their, in that game yeah. in the next one. Or, you know, they have to put their boots on in this, you know, the left one first and maybe or then put the right one on with the other one unlaced and then laced them both and is you know, it because they, the, the, is it the male brain or is it is, is, are we are we sort of trick i i think maybe maybe i'm making some huge generalization here but i think the male brain tends to look for a bit of order i'm not but, saying the yeah. female brain doesn't but i'm just because i only have a male brain and, I, and i'm not a very strong one at that oh you <laughs> you, you really are denying yourself <laughs> well Technically, it's a male brain, yeah. but um, it's. Uh, I think you kind of look for patterns, you look for order and stuff like that, and mm. you kind of look for. Re- and I'm not saying women don't look for these things; I'm sure they do. But I know that men's brains tend to work that way. If something goes talk- well, I, I, you look. Yeah, for I love the, the massive generalization. I, I think the men's brains, and, I, and you see, the thing that's great about me is I'm quite polite. That's one yeah, of my yeah. main features. So I'll probably yeah. go. Hmm? Hmm. Yeah, hmm. but meanwhile you're thinking you know, that, that's, that's just crap that's he's just talking crap. about. He's just he's just have to make. But you see, the thing is, it's a very yeah. it's a very good way of talking because you'll you'll say something and you uh, and you say it in such a, a mannered, reasonable yeah, yeah. kind of way that whoever's <laughs> listening will tend to just yeah. go just go. Yeah, yeah, he's probably right. yeah, wow, he's really convincing me of this thing, which <laughs> With is this actually, madness he's talking. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I'm just trying to explain why maybe um, superstitions can work. Maybe is that. If you if you think you can establish a link between, if you have an effect that you like and you can think you can you can see the cause of it, or something that might have held towards the cause, you'll you'll connect those thing, two I've, things. I've you know? been trying to break my habits, like my what would be a big one? Well, I used to do several things. I used to, it's an, an awful lot of it has to do with DJing. I used to. Um, be waiting for a bus because I used to live in Malahide right. and as I was waiting for the bus every single week I would probably say a prayer which I think I've told you about before I'm not a very religious person but the only prayer I remember is the act of contrition that you're uh, meant to say oh an actual me. prayer like oh, it would an actual be like prayer. you asking and for something or no no no, no, no. no. I, I would say a prayer an actual prayer like one from the Catholic Church right. and then I would say uh, so oh my god I thank you for loving me I'm sorry for all my sins for not loving others and not loving you oh help me to live god. like Jesus and not sin again amen but then right it was almost like I'd think of it as my little opening it was right. the equivalent of ringing God like yeah, saying okay, yeah. hi God it's Nikki are you there <laughs> <laughs> um, so you'd start off with that and then as a result of that sort of opening gambit mm-hmm. you could then list off the things that you wanted you I would be, 
I'd start off by listing off the people that I loved right. and liked and cared for and, and hopefully mention their names just yeah, to yeah. like really get across. Like, God, it's not all about me. I'm not a selfish man. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not asking these questions of anyone. I, I wouldn't ask you to do this, only yeah. these guys. I'm looking out for them, all right? <laughs> so these guys, right? So you'd list yeah. off your parents. You'd be very worried or if you yeah, hadn't yeah. mentioned certain friends. I would genuinely pause for a while and just think, anyone I'm missing out on? And then some weeks I remember I have missed out on someone. And then I would go on and, please, God, let me have a, a good night's DJ in here. I mean, it's like bloody Madonna or something like that. And truth in bed with Madonna where they have this <laughs> group pair before they go online. It's absolute nonsense. I haven't done it for a long time. And like, you would ask for stuff. You would ask for... Well, I would just ask that I have a good night. That would right, be all okay. it would be. And then, but I... I I had to stop myself. I, I basically have stopped myself doing that. But again, in relation, that this is something that would have happened fairly recently. I'm talking about 2001, 2002 right, would okay. have been the last time I'd done it. Okay. Maybe. And then I would have stopped doing it. But right. yeah. But did you ever have a really bad night and then go, what's the story to God? Kind of, you know, how did this happen? I've... No, it's weird. I never really expect a return on it other than right. a good night. But if a good night happens, I don't, I never seem to look back far enough. And then go, Nice one, God. Nice one, God. But I, what you see, the thing is, it's it's purely habit forming. It's like right. you say about order. Like I am um, then the first night I ever had DJing in this particular place in Doyle's yeah. that 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 I DJ this place that I DJ. Um, I played this night that was a really really good night. Yeah, yeah. First track I played was on the right hand turntable, and it was Mystery Train by Elvis Presley. All right. And the last song I played was uh, was uh, Violent Femmes, Blister in the Sun, for the okay. entire night. And this is after four and a half hours, okay? Right. Those four and a half hours, it was like they were blessed. Yeah, it was yeah. the best time I've ever done. I mixed perfectly. I chose all the right yeah, songs yeah. for the crowd. The crowd went crazy. Yeah. Um, at the end of the night, there was people chanting and screaming. I was like, this is the best thing ever. And I absolutely loved it. But because of the fact that I started right. with one track and I ended with another track I was thinking yeah the, the, the night ended so brilliantly as I said it was just like cheering the best thing that's ever happened people we love you Nicky we do all this sort yeah, of yeah. stuff like that and it was it was great I loved it I was, and yeah. I, 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 again it comes back to other people's opinions whether it was a good night or not whether I did so that's uh, that's the thing now you start and end with those songs or for five or five years afterwards yeah yeah Every single week and every single yeah. night that I DJ'd in that location, I would play the exact same track to start and yeah. the exact same track to finish. Well, that kind of makes sense because, I, I, in a way, because I think sometimes, it, you know, because it's tried and tested and you know that it mm. worked, or, you know, there's all the other songs in between that have to go right as well. And they do tend to but change. But I think, I think then if you try something else, you can be worried that the whole evening isn't going to work. Yeah. But because you have that start and end in place, I guess you can kind of be be thinking yeah, at least th- those are there and everything else can work around it. yeah i can understand that but you don't have any kind of superstitions that are kind of totally spiritual pointless or yeah spiritual like well i think know. if you've got a superstition, no no that's spiritual but but you know the traditional ones you know the black cats the no, no i don't think i have any traditions like that i think most of them are to do with lucky objects and and um <laughs> roles and stuff i don't have any lucky objects although as I showed you the other day, if I put my hand in my back pocket right now, which has not been ripped, this one is intact, <laughs> I will find two small little worry people in a bag. Worry people. Well, they're not worry people. I was giving them as a but present. But there doesn't seem to be anything in that little bag. I, you can touch the bag. Touch my bag. I don't know if I want to touch your bag. But it, it does. There's, there's, there's small little... I'll pass it over to you. Here they are. Right, right, if you feel it. inside. It's a, it's a knitted kind of... Well, it seems to be a little fabric pouch. Maybe big yeah. enough for like a two euro coin. About that size. Uh, tied with string. And in it you can feel like 
little bits of plastic. I Don't think. break my little men. The little men. Yeah, you can kind of feel that they are. Yeah. Yeah, they're like. And these they're, are worry men. Did you say? I don't know the exact name of it, but it's a tradition like that someone sent to me before. I wasn't sleeping really well a few years ago, and a friend of mine from Germany sent me these tiny little dolls in a bag and said, "You have to put these under." your pillow and sleep at night and the idea is you'll take these right, right. and then you just whisper to them so I'm, oh, people I'm just going to hold this up to you and say this I'm very worried about this, oh about my this. God. and you whisper it like obviously you don't say this and that because that would be pointless like you, you whisper uh, to the little <laughs> bag and the people therein what right. you're worried about at night and in some ways they're like oh, all right We'll take it on board. They're Irish, <laughs> are they? Uh, well, I, I imagine they're leprechauns. It depends, even okay. if it's from Germany. It's like, we will take it on board. Let's call it. And then you put it underneath your pillow and they basically take your worries from you. That's the plan anyway. Right. I don't, right. I've, I've not done it. I've not done Yet it. Yet you carry it around with you all the time. Not all the time, no. And I, it just, I'll tell you what, when we were, <laughs> uh, it's, it's kind of weird. If I'm changing my jeans as yeah. I do, <laughs> even when they're not ripped even when they're not ripped yeah. I'll change them what I will do is I will sometimes just rifle through my pocket see what I've got in yeah. there and rather some stuff I'll discard alright there's a hundred receipts that I shouldn't have in there like that and there's something in my back pocket and I'm like better keep that so I'll just move them from yeah. so I think I've been transferring them from jeans to jeans for about I a year in my pocket Oh wow! You got about twenty just, guitar flex. You got twenty guitar flex rooms in his <laughs> and pocket. And it's another thing I just uh, like. Even I only practice like three nights a week, but no matter what, I have to have those with me. And it's not like I really, I, I even would play a lot of guitar between those three three nights of practice is yeah. enough. But I have to have them with me. I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing. But I, I, um, I think lots of these things are. Probably I think it's more about I, I, guitar flex is so easy to lose. I just figure if I keep them in the one place, they're always. If in I keep twenty pocket. of them with me, well, no you'd be surprised because 20. when you go to practice, somebody wants one, you pass one out, and before long they're gone. So yeah. you just keep them all together. But um, that that would be not superstition as such, but it's more about good common sense, Nicky. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, good com- all right, common sense. Not a superstition one. It's not necessarily common sense. I remember um I there's a really good friend who I've mentioned before, Dallas, just in this podcast. Yeah. And her mum um is uh she does tarot cards and she does um she's an astrologer. Basically yeah. that's what she does. And I know how you feel about astrology. She's a really, really brilliant woman and she's just really sensible and probably the last person in the world you'd imagine right. to be an astrologer because I know how you but feel she about astrology. That the position of the stars when you were born influenced your personality dictates the kind of person you are yeah. and what's going to happen there are only 12 life. basic personality types according to her as well is that right yeah <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know the fine. details live of it I, live, I, I, I don't know the details of it but okay. look alright I, I explain she um, I was having uh, she did a reading for me I, I mm. she, she wrote um a script before as part of a college thing like and it's, it was actually really good so yeah. um for some reason i think probably because i teach film yeah, sometimes yeah. she said would you have a look at it and see what yeah, you yeah. think so i did i read it and i was delighted to read it it was it was actually really really good and we had a long long chat about it and we gave her feedback points and stuff and then in return for that rather than it being like sort of here's right. payment for it not that i expected it all she said all right i'll do a reading for you and it was really detailed it was like an hour and a half of that reading right. and she went through huge amounts of things in my past that she might know, which no, she couldn't have known lots of these things like that. And they were generalizations, not okay. for the time, but there were some quite specific things as well. Yeah. That made But me this is the mother of a friend. A yeah, but friend. I'd been a friend with Dallas, with this friend since I was maybe 18, 19. Right. 
So she didn't know that much about my past, okay. all that much. So she was able to spot things like, you know, but but for all that, right? It yeah, was yeah. actually really, really. I, I found it really enjoyable. It's a yeah. very very enjoyable um, situation to have it done like that. But I I was feeling really stressed. So she gave me an exercise to to deal with yeah. this stress, and apparently this is a tried and trusted exercise. And the thing is, you have to get a small pile of salt. Okay, okay. so it, I'm not sure what kind of salt, but just sort of basically a small pile of salt that you place on the ground or yeah. in a small dish or wherever it is you actually want to place it. You put the salt down right. and you pretty much concentrate on any bad or negative energy that's in your body right. and you just basically use the back of your hand to scrape it off and then just sort of, as if you're sort of, as if you sort of cartoon character landed in like a lot of shit or something like that and you're like, and you're scraping oh it off and you're just God. basically sort of flicking it off in your hands and you do that and I did it more than once, I'll be honest with you. <sighs> I don't know what to say to that, Nikki. Well, would you not do it yourself? No. I tell you, I had an experience once where somebody tried to do one of those tarot card readings for me. Okay. And was it, this an expert? And by expert, no. I mean somebody who's Who's an expert? You know, Professional? Paid no. for it? Yeah, they went to tarot college. No. <laughs> tarot? such a thing. <laughs> yeah, they went to, they went to Hogwarts and studied the dark arts. There's no experts in tarot. It's all the bullshit. The death card doesn't always mean death. Oh, yeah, apparently. The happy squirrel, that means death. But uh, <gasps> this woman, <laughs> she did this reading. And I, I really just met her like two minutes before mm. she did this reading. She was, it was, um, and it was nonsense. It was okay. just rubbish. And she was sweating through the whole thing because she just kept getting everything wrong. And it was embarrassing. And I was sitting there going, can I go, can I go, can I go? But it was just shockingly bad. So, I mean, I don't know. I guess, you know, it's like... Um, there are ways to do these things that, you know, that don't really rely on anything supernatural. Yeah. And if people are doing it through a supernatural channel or something, they're doing it the hard way because there is a much easier way to do it. Which is just which reading is people. the cold reading thing, I guess. But, you know, but at the same time, I always think about these things. If people enjoy it, go ahead. Have a, knock yourself out. You yeah, know? but you are going to look slightly down on them for doing it. Uh, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. And I'd kind of wonder about people who do I Myself and uh, I remember... Denise wanted a friend of ours wanted to go to uh, like um, what do you call it crystal ball type person what do you call those people yeah uh, 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 it was fortune teller that's fortune teller that's it so we went, what do you call those people <laughs> we went to see when I'm like an idiot futurologist I think <laughs> I was waiting outside and uh, she was in there for about like 10-15 minutes yeah and then comes out with this big face and her stormed off. Big We're face. going. No, like, what a big face. She's a gigantic face. No, she, <laughs> like, unlike the little guy Like the little on. guy earlier on. But and then she came out with this really angry face in her and she just kind of stormed past me because, come on, we're going. And I go, what happened? What happened? And she goes, she just told me a lot of crap I didn't want to hear. And I go, all right. So then we to kind of cancelled that out. We had to go and see another one. I don't know if it was the it's same, same day. day. I don't know if it was the same day. It was very close together. I think it might have been within a week or something. Okay. Don't think it was the same day because I remember it was quite late in the day when we did this one. So I went to another one and with her, and I'm waiting outside again. She went in and did it. It came out really happy. Yeah. And he kind of and I said, well, what happened there? And she goes, oh, she just said like some really nice things. And I go, so it is about what you want to hear. It's reassuring. It totally is. You know, nobody ever comes. Well, I don't know what this other person said to her. That um, she, do, I think she said a lot of nice things, but she just couldn't connect those particular things to her life. That's what it was. Okay. So just it's not like she gave her a lot nice of bad things. news and said, you, you know, you're not going to last a week or something. And, yeah. And she didn't want to hear that. But it was all just stuff that she couldn't directly connect to her life. But this other woman must be better at it. Just could say things to her that she would go, yeah, I can see how that fits in. Mm. But it was, you know like 50 quid a go 
yeah. and that kind of thing. That's you know? an expensive also, futurologist. Know, I always think with these fortune tellers, uh, if they they must know how many people are going to come see them that day. Yeah, you know? <laughs> a bit of a plan, <laughs> I mean, they should know when they can <laughs> take a day off, you know. They, they must wake up in the morning and go, no one's coming in today. And then just take the day off. No, no, they uh, seem to be just, there all day long, waiting. Reminds, they can even say close till 517, because that's yeah. when the next person is coming in, you know. This reminds me of this John Ronson program, isn't it? John Ronson's another, he's a broadcaster, and yeah. he's, he's very, very good enough at the time, but he was talking about how um, he was going to interview um, Yuri Geller. Right. Obviously, one of the biggest cranks in the yeah. world, you know what I mean? And uh, he was driving to this village to meet Yuri Geller, and his phone went off. Yeah. And uh, Yuri and the guy, and he says, "Yuri, hi John, hey, how are you?" And John <laughs> said, oh, "I'm fine. I'm not not too bad. I'm just, I'm just." And he says, "Listen, if you haven't left your house yet, could you bring?" And he says, "It's oh, all actually. I'm here. I'm here yeah. early." He says, "I knew it." <laughs> 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 and he, he was just cracking up laughing. Okay. But then, then he arrived into his house. Yeah. He really arrives into into uh, John, into Yuri Geller's house, and he says, "Oh, come on in, John." He says, "Let me show you around the house." And he shows him around the house, and he he shows him this like basically yeah. like um, uh, some religious artifact. He, he's from Israel, so right. he's Jewish. Like and he says, in our culture, and he starts to and he says, "Listen, Yuri, you don't have to explain it to me." I'm Jewish. You right. know this. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I say yeah, it's, the it's first not, person who came in, he would be Jewish. It's not really clairvoyant if you're telling people stuff after they've told you, I guess. But um, so will we shift on? What time is it now? How how long are we in? We're 53 minutes in. Okay. We've talked a lot. But no, do I have one other thing about the, about, the, about the thing? My dad went to um, a palm reader before. All right. Um, and had, their, had his palm read. And I don't know whether I told you this before. He had his palm read and they... They went through loads of things about his past, and Dad found it actually quite emotionally involving because right. they were talking to him about h- how his parents had treated him, all those kinds of things. And not that my dad was badly treated, sure. but he was very sick when he was a kid, and she was able to say all these things. He doesn't look ill now, or anything. It's not like he's sort of like <laughs> a tiny man. He just looks like he's dying, or anything. He's, he's, he's very healthy. Yeah. But uh, they, uh, she just said, and, 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 Do you want to know a bit about your, your sons? And he went, My sons? Yeah. And he, he hadn't told her. Yeah, she yeah. went, Yeah, you have three sons. Yeah. And he went, yeah, 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 really surprised. And yeah. she said, well, I can't go into any great detail about their futures. I wonder why. But um, <laughs> she said this, I can tell you very basic things about them. She says, one of them, and I can't tell you which one, will read an awful lot. Oh. Yeah. One of them <laughs> is going to travel quite a bit. All right. And another one, the last one, he is going to become a household name. Which one do you think you are? Well, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I've sent Gary on a lot of holidays and I've been buying books for Ross as often as I possibly can. So I think I'm hoping towards being the household name, but I'll be honest with you, I read more than any of the rest of them. So <laughs> it's more like... well travelled as well, I think. But, uh, I'm just covering all the bases. Yeah, I think I maybe all three of those things are my character maybe, traits. Maybe, You could become a household name for all the wrong reasons, though. That's the other thing. Well, she I think that, be a good she thing. didn't say notorious. That <laughs> There's plenty of household names that you wouldn't want uh, to be attached to, you know? Who? Name oh, you know, serial killers, the like. Serial killers, Guy yeah. shot John Lennon, you wouldn't want to be him. Yeah. But, uh, so do you have another question? I have another question for you, I think. Or do you have one for me? Is it your turn to ask me something? I don't know. We seem to have been floating back and forth. Do you ask me a question? Okay. I'll see if I can give you an answer. Okay. Without getting into kind of uh, uh, not being a sad story, but what's the sickest you've ever been? Medically speaking. Medically, you know, medically speaking. Not but, mentally, because I think we all know yeah. what's lurking in there. You don't, don't actually. You I don't mean, I think, that I think remember we were talking about your your knowledge of football. Yeah, yeah. Millimeter depth. Millimeter deep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's all I'm ever given at any point yeah. in time. I am a cavern. 
<laughs> um, the sickest I've ever been was yeah. when God, we go, we're going back to our childhood again. But the sickest I've ever been, I think, was when I was suspected of having meningitis. I have very yeah. little memory of it. I was around five years old. Yeah. But when we were talking about conversations last year, I was. I know my parents were terrified. Yeah. I remember the fear on my dad's face. I remember. I remember being rushed into hospital. I think it was Temple Street. I remember having a horrible needle pointed yeah. into the very, very base of my spine. So oh, a yeah, lumbar puncture done well, yeah. when I was five. I'd, they have to get a, a spinal tap or something yeah, like yeah. that, um, which is an actual thing and not just a band. Um, <laughs> but, make a movie about that. But they, uh, they 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 took some fluid off, and it turned out I was fine. I was given jelly and sent home the next day. Right, okay. But I, I they were they, I, I had some sort of weird fever, but they All assumed right. I. I was going to die and that's the reason that, that's that, the sickest you've ever been no the sickest <laughs> that I can remember <laughs> being is after my 11th birthday right. which is the last time I had a party since um, uh, until quite recently right. it was the last birth party I'd sort of held and I um, I ate so much cake alright that I um I I fell asleep in bed, which was perfectly fine. And my cousin um David was staying overnight, and he was sleeping on the ground beside me on the right hand side. Right. And I had just sort of turned uh, in the middle of the night without waking up. I think yeah. and just went <laughs> Huey all over the guy, right? And he he didn't wake up either. So he woke up in the morning, and I was woken up by his tears going. I'm coming. <laughs> What's this? So I, yeah, I got quite sick on top oh of him. Oh my god! I don't think I've ever been that. I, I've been sicker than that. I've been in yeah. hospital a few times, but no, I can't yeah. remember. I think I had uh, the reason I asked was because I remembered something that happened to me, and I wanted to know yours. But um, about oh, so this is a story that leads this is really, a good story really lining up to my story. It's a good idea. But, no, but uh, I had a. Uh, I went to New York about ten years ago, eleven years ago. Yeah. And when I was there, I had what turned out later on to be a kidney stone. And, but there was a tiny kidney stone. It was so small that in a later x-ray, it didn't even show up on the x-ray. Still no fun to pass, I'd say. Well, I'll get to that. But I was in New York and I just, we'd been out one night and I just had these crippling stomach pains that night. Mm. And I just couldn't sleep. And then as soon as the pain hit, I remembered back at the airport when I was checking in, I was supposed to buy insurance at the airport, but the mm. computer was down, so I didn't buy any. And in America? Just, in, in America. And where an aspirin is something like $50 or something like that if you have yeah. to go to the hospital. So changed my flight to get home. I was supposed to be going home in two or three days. Changed my flight so I could go home the next day. Okay. Uh, which is a stupid thing to do. I mean, should have just gone to the hospital because, you know, you don't want your... I thought it was appendix at the time. So you yeah. don't want your appendix to burst at yeah. 30-odd thousand feet. So got home, had a really, like, my hands gripping the seat all the way home, just white knuckles all the way back. Got Jeez. home and the pain went away. And then a week later, so it came back with a vengeance. I okay. had to get an ambulance, had to be rushed to hospital. He thought it was appendix about to blow. So I got there. Uh, I didn't know what they were going to do. but it, I, And I certainly didn't realize that a doctor was going to use me as a hand puppet. And, uh, so after a good rummage around in there where I'm going, oh, your watch, your watch. <laughs> um he, he thought he didn't think it was appendix, so then they figured out it might be. Um, Sorry, but I just have to ask this. I don't think a doctor has to go in there to find your appendix. I, well, this guy did. Well, he was being checked because I've had a rumbling appendix before. Yeah. It sounds like a thing like that where they no, pressed what it is, on my stomach. He pressed on the side, and that didn't cause any pain. Okay. But all the other symptoms were like of appendix. Okay. So he went up the uh, the tradesman's entrance to check it out. So. But nothing didn't respond in that way, and you know I, I nearly went through the roof, but not because of the Oi, not because of the appendix. Turn Jewish again? You always <laughs> turn Jewish. In moments of crisis, I let out noises that could be construed as Jewish. But um, so anyway, I, I, so I'm lying on this this 
bed, you know, and yeah. those trolley bed things. And, you know, I've got a sheet over myself, but I've only got, like, no trousers on, no underpants. I've just got a T-shirt on, and I'm lying there. Yeah. And this is a student hospital. So the guy brought around no. a load of students. No. Because... It, it was like I had a, symptoms of appendicitis, yeah. but it wasn't appendicitis. They you were trying were. to show them how it can seem like one thing, but it can be another thing. And they had to all guess. <laughs> did so, they all have to go for a No, rummage? they didn't all have to go up and have a, a route around. But I did have to lie there yeah. as they, they removed the sheet and all my business is hanging out there in front of like 10 strangers. That and is... I, lying there. Oh. And the, the worst part... I don't know why this is the worst part, but the worst <laughs> part the is... nasty thing to happen. The worst part is there was no pillow. So you're kind of... <laughs> your head is quite far back and you're kind of lifting your head up and going, you're right, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're trying to make conversation. You there you are. How are you, Jim? And you, you don't want to put your hands behind your head because that's a bit too casual. <laughs> you, know? you don't want to be... Do you you don't want to be... Ah, check it out. <laughs> Come downstairs, mix Try up. not to be too distracted, ladies. Just figure out what the problem is. <laughs> so... And, but the reality was I'm lying there with no pillow going, it's cold in here. We can all agree it's cold in here, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> so they're all standing around and it was just so <laughs> embarrassing. So they're, they're, I've never they, heard this They all step great. up and have a prod. They all go, does this hurt? No. <laughs> After about five minutes of lying there. And it's such, you never think, you go to great lengths to kind of, in public to hide your bits and pieces from, from the world. Unless you're you in know, class here. I think it's only right. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a special day. Oh, well, it looks but like I, that day again. But I think, you know, you, you do go out of your way and then all of a sudden there's 10 strangers standing around looking at your your downstairs business. I've, I so, can't believe that. So anyway, it was a kidney stone. And, uh, they, but they, they, I had to take this thing called, they, then they said, you're going to have to have a, a barium enema, I think they called it. <laughs> yeah. And I was going, for fuck's sake. They shouldn't call it an enema because it's actually an injection mm. of this radioactive fluid. And what they do is they take x-rays of it over over a period of time, five x-rays. Yeah. And yeah, then they yeah, can yeah. plot the course of it and they can see where the obstruction is. Yeah. So anyway, I was scheduled to do that. And the day before I was at home and I felt, I, I was walking to the shops actually. And I felt this funny kind of stirring, this mm. weird kind of sensation as yes. I was walking, you know, and you kind Did of... you think it was love? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was my special purpose. But uh, so God. walking, and then I got home and I went in for a whiz. And as I'm going to the toilet, I can feel this funny kind of sensation. I went out the front door. Uh, it's just meant to. Clink off the off the toilet. And that was it. That was the end of it. That's pretty but lucky. It was, yeah, it was the end of a kind of a long period of kind of... You know, I'm not going back up there. You know, just that guy, you know, you know right up the back, back passage. But it was just horrendous. Do you have really a fear was. of that? No, no, I, I have no fear of doctors. No fear of doctors at all. I, I don't I don't mind that. I've, no, I've never been one of those guys. Like, like there's someone, uh, a, a friend of mine's father had a stroke recently. Okay. And would not go to the doctor. That's mental. Would not go. Oh, and you start that generation where they just kind of... <laughs> his face sort of flops down to one side. He's like, I'm grown. Dragging his leg around for but, the rest uh, of his life. But he won't Plot go. Plaster on him. <laughs> oh, good deal, Bondi. But um, <laughs> he just wouldn't go. And I just couldn't understand that. I just can't... That's your brain giving up on you. Like, it's your heart basically being starving. You for, that's insane not yeah, to go to the doctor. But he was the kind of guy who wouldn't go to the doctor with anything. If he got his leg chopped off by a machine or something, he go, oh, it's fine, it's flesh wound. But just a like certain that. generation that won't go to the doctor because yeah, yeah. they think if the doctor doesn't tell them it, it's not happening, mm. you know. But I've never been one for that. I've never been afraid of the doctor. Although it annoys me sometimes. I had Bell's palsy once. Yeah, I remember which when is, you had uh, it. You know, half your face is paralyzed. He looked like the Phantom uh, of the Opera. <laughs> without the mask. I didn't realize it was happening. But what happened was, I was talking to a bunch of students, 
and as I was talking to them, because my eye, my left eye wasn't blinking as much as I wasn't blinking fully, it was filling up with uh, liquid and then it just rolled out as a big tear. Single tear. A big single tear rolled down my cheek. And as I was talking to these students, this big tear rolled out and all the girls went, ah, and all the guys went, ah, like this, you know. So um, I went around to him and I said, I think I have Bell Trolley. And he <laughs> you goes, you'd seen it before. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine had it. Okay. And uh, yeah, 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 yeah. he goes, um, he goes, uh, crease your forehead. So I did that. And half my forehead creased and the other half didn't. It's like basically natural uh, Botox. It is. Yeah. And uh, he goes, you've got Bell's palsy. Oh, and so I said, uh, yeah. well, what can you do for it? He goes, nothing really. That'll be 50 quid. So that's 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 something that could put Didn't you off. did give you an advice or anything like that? No, the thing is, it's it's the uh, an infection of the facial nerve. The facial nerve runs from the middle of your chest all the way up through your neck and it goes through a tiny hole in your in your skull and what happens we've gone from sports to science I know, in one simple hour but when you're when the, you get that that infection that can be caused by just being in in, in the cold mm-hmm. um what happens is the the facial nerve swells and gets pinched in that that hole in your skull right so it starts to die and if it dies completely yeah, it, it regenerates at a rate of a millimeter a month so if you can imagine, like, what's that? About a, a foot and a half? About a foot and a half. foot and a half. He's, he's a millimeter from the top of his from head, my, to, his my head to my chest. Um, Mentioned again this week. <laughs> but it's, uh, so if I had to regrow, you know, it'd be 12 months, you'd get half an inch. Oh, my God. So. And this eight, guy gave you no advice? 12 months is half answer? an inch. So two years is an inch. Yeah. Right. So that'd be 36 years. Is that right? Yeah. About Before your age. it fully regenerates, if it ever does. So that's the worst case scenario. I, I had the best case scenario where two weeks later it was fine. My dad had it and had spent like had spent two weeks out of two months out of work. Yeah, yeah. Some people spent, never recover. From spent it. vast amounts of time looking at the mirror, going A E I O U. I never got to that point, but I did have a lot of uh, I did lose a lot of cornflakes out that side of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> in the course of uh, two weeks, you know, oh, so nearly a full batch yeah. gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Milk on uh, cornflakes all down one side of my t-shirt, you know. You just but, uh, not go to straw-based food from there on exactly, out. Exactly, I went to liquids for that that period of time. Yeah. So are we nearly done? Do I think, think on that note is the best that, way to finish up our program be, for now. Although once again, way more to talk about, and we've talked about absolutely, absolutely nothing, nothing of consequence. We'll try and organise it a bit more for next week. Next week, you have your room one hundred and one for me. Is that right? Not necessarily. I think both of us should come okay, up with we'll something that. that we dislike. Right, for next let's week. do that for next because week. we talk so much about what and we here's like. Here's an interruption. Bye. We're done. Amazing, incredible experience. Yes. Amazing. Incredible experience. Yes. No.